The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, before we move on to the next topic here, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at the Love the Star podcast. It is Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Boomer Jacks, specifically what Boomer Jacks has ready for you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's great wing deals. On Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they have great deals for you the rest of the time, too. They got drink specials starting at $3. They have $15 buckets of beer. There are wall-to-wall TVs. Every sporting event you could ever imagine is on the televisions there when you go to Boomer Jacks. They have TVs in the bathroom. There's literally not a time where you will miss a moment of the action. Live music. Like I said, wall-to-wall TVs, great drink specials, great food. It's just a fantastic atmosphere for whatever you're looking for, and it's why we're so excited to have them as our partner here at Love the Star. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. It, it's a tough one. but like everybody, think- I'm sure everybody's out there is listening right now is going, oh, Broadish, you damn idiot. I mean – but it, th- I just I'm really tough on these corners. If I if you're if you're watching corners and they can't t- defend passes going inside and they can't run with people and man yeah I I I, I can't use you I can't yeah. use you you can't just carry everything up the field you got to be able to fight through traffic knock balls down you know deny third down catches tackle when it, they do catch the ball you know it's tough no and I I think that's why it was worth at least trying to provide context for what is it that we're really asking Dix yeah. to do. Asking a lot. It's now time for our, yeah, it is now time for our Dean Julia love of the star mailbag. We got a uh, plenty of questions here today. Uh, let's jump with one of the most popular ones. Several people asked it. Uh, this is the, I'll, I'm just going to grab one of them here. It's uh, from Jake and he's asking, is Dalvin cook, a realistic possibility here in Dallas, Brian, because he's going to so. Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that the, I think this organization is comfortable with Ronald Jones. I think they're comfortable with, with Deuce Vaughn. I think, you know, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Tony coming out, but you know, the, if depending on, I know that on NFL.com, they put out their breakout players for each team and they mm-hmm. were doing, we did the NFC East today and they felt like that Tony Pollard was a breakout player, even though last year that he had what over thirteen hundred yards total. But the the thing about it was, you know, people say, well, maybe that was last year breakout, but this is no Ezekiel Elliott anymore. This is, you yeah. know, could could he? They, you know, they feel like with no Ezekiel Elliott that he might be even better. But man, coming off an injury that's pretty significant, you know that. But I don't think Dalvin Cook is uh, in play here. I really, really don't. I would say. I think that 
under the right circumstances and the right price, I which I don't think he'll necessarily be at for them. But I, I could see them. It, it's like the, the way they approach everything. Well, how much is he going to cost? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we like Bobby Wagner for how much money? If he were to be in a certain price range, I could see it. I, he's I, not, I, he's I, better than he's better he's than, he's good. He's gonna yeah, have he would be more. at the top of the heap if you if you have availability of Dalvin Cook. He's Sorry. he's gonna he's gonna have a market. But if for yeah. some reason, some crazy reason he's available for three million a year, maybe I, I would think they might look at him then. They haven't let him go yet, have they? No, but they're yeah. he's he is in all likelihood out. They they've adjusted. Yeah, I thought I missed something. There. Took him out of there. He's 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 done. Uh, all right, Brian. Question from Chris: Over under Cowboys will be a fifty eight percent run offense. I say that is false. I, th- I think I th- under. Yeah, I'm going to take the under on that. I'm going to take the under. I think they're going to you know, like I said, they they talk a mean game about wanting to run the ball. I think that I think it you might see a little bit the thing that bothers me the most, Bobby, about this whole thing, and I wish that I'm getting on Brian Schottenheimer for saying this, you know. Well, this, you know, hey, this offense wasn't it's not broken. It's not yeah. broken, you know. But bro, they fired half the damn staff on the offense. The head <laughs> coach has become the primary play caller. Obviously, there is something wrong here. I wish these guys, and I'm sorry, it's a rant of mine. But I wish, I wish for once that one of these coaches would say, we weren't very good running the ball in the second half of the season. Yeah, we had some injury problems, but we didn't do a very good job of that. We have no screen game that really could help us run the ball any better. We don't have the ability to make plays down the field. We got one guy that really can do it. You know, we need to get, uh, we need to get Gallup going a little bit better. We just have to replace the tight end, though. We'll figure that out. We really don't have a left guard right now. Our best five guys are these guys, you know, but don't tell me that, that it's not broke because you changed out your line coach, your coordinator, your running back coach. You changed out people, key pieces of your, you know, your organization. So something obviously is wrong. I wish these coaches would be more honest about it. You know, like, hey, we have got to get better in certain situations. You know, pick whatever certain situation you feel like the Cowboys are particularly weak in. You know, right. we've got to get better. You know, or Mike McCurse, somebody, hey, we've got to, you know, I wish somebody, you know, would come out and say exactly like Dak Prescott threw way too many damn interceptions last year. Now, if we keep throwing interceptions, we're all going to get fired. You know, we've got yeah. to, you know, I mean, it's, everything is kind of sugar-coated and, hey, it's okay and all that. BS. You know, don't come out and tell me that it wasn't broke. It wasn't broke. Everybody would still be in place. You know, and you would have, and you would have scored. Hey, how about this? The playoff games, you know, the, the San Francisco playoff games, we run up against really good defenses. They've been giving us problems. We've got to be better in these playoff games when it comes to our offense. Had a great game against Tampa. Quarterback looked great. That's what the quarterback's capable of playing like that. But we're not consistent enough doing it. You know, be honest about it. Be yeah. honest about it. And nobody over there is honest about it. The Cowboys last year, just for reference, they ran 1,114 plays on offense. They ran the ball 531 times, which was 47.6%. Yeah. For them to get to that 58%, think, yeah. imagine the same number of plays last year and you run the ball 120 more times. That's a lot. And yeah. I, even if they do increase their, their run attempts, I think it's way under 
There's no question. Way under. They, they're not going to, you know, they, they, we'll see what happens with all the backs. And maybe if you went out and got a back like Dalvin Cook, you could probably do that. But with no Ezekiel Elliott, you know, where are those, where are those carries all going to go? They're going to go to Pollard, Jones. I mean, Deuce Vaughn. I mean, they're, they're going to have to figure something out there. Uh, next question here from Sergio. And this will, this will be a quick answer, but you did. Yes. We talk on the podcast. Okay. We mentioned, no, you're, I'm just saying. We did talk on the podcast briefly uh, right before the draft that you said you were going to get a text at 630 where someone was going to tell you who they thought the pick would be. And yeah. so Sergio's just wondering, we never followed up on it. Sergio's wondering, oh, I'm sorry. what was the name you got? Laporta. Sam Laporta, which we heard a lot of buzz about. Yeah. And, and we found out later, number one tight end on the board. I yeah. think it was good. I, if Mozzie Smith wouldn't have been there, he it very well could have been a player like Laporta. There was there was there was a lot of a lot of love on the coaching staff for Laporta. The scouts really liked uh, Kincaid, but they but yeah. they but they saw value in Laporta. They absolutely saw value there. But yeah, that that was the the text I got was was uh, was Laporta is what I got. Question here from Daniel: Defense off the charts. Offense, I'm kind of scared. Make me feel better. I feel they don't have enough weapons unless we get the better version of Gallup, which I think is possible. Thanks for the show and all you do. So, Brian, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to – we we know the issues with the offense. We we both agree with them. Yeah, you answer this question. I'll watch you answer this one. Uh, you're you're going to have – okay, fine. I'll answer it. So what answer I'm gonna, it. I'm not, I, you know how I feel. I'm going to. I'm going to, Brian. Well, and I feel the same way as you pretty much. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to answer it under the idea of – how, you know, when you say make me feel better, you feel that I'm going to answer you the most positive way. If things break this way, which there's the potential they could break this way, these are reasons you should feel better about the offense. Jalen Tolbert proves to be the guy that they scouted. He's adjusted from the questions that, you know, arose about him in terms of being prepared and learning the different spots. If that's remedied, if Michael Gallup bounces back and he's the guy that you, you believe you paid, if, if his if his mentals are better, if he's better between the ears uh, and feels more comfortable on his knee, that would be a big boost. If Schoonmaker comes in and contributes right away as a, a tight end who can duplicate what Dalton Schultz did, which I believe is possible, that would be big. Um, if the change at offensive line coach proves to be beneficial, that's big. The offensive coordinator change, if Mike McCarthy's right in what he believes in and Dak Prescott limits his interceptions, these are all things that could happen. Like, they're well within the, the the possibility of happening. I don't necessarily think they all will. Maybe some of them do. But if you're looking for optimism, say, these are all possibilities. And if those possibilities do click, then you're looking at a pretty good offense next year. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. I mean, that's there's just there's so many moving parts. And I'm sorry, I can't talk anybody off the ledge. I, but I'm sure. willing I'm willing to – I'm willing to uh, – to say that I'm wrong, I'm you know me. I'm always willing to say yeah. if I'm wrong. I just think there's you know with and maybe this thing will work. I don't know if the Cowboys have if Mike McCarthy and these coaches all have two three years to you know to make these adjustments and all that. I, I really yeah. don't. Maybe that's why Brian Schottenheimer's telling me, oh, this offense ain't broke. But man, you sure made a lot of changes over there for an offense that wasn't broke. You know, so I, I'm interested to see. There's a side of me that also believes this team very well could be three and three going into the bye, week seven bye, right? Am I correct about that? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Brian Schottenheimer takes over the play calling. You know, I could, I could see maybe they're struggling. Maybe, you know, maybe Dan Quinn and those guys are having to play a lot more snaps 
than they bargained for. Maybe they lose some games. They're three and three. I could very well see all of a sudden Mike McCarthy, you know, after that bye week, um, okay, well, here we go. We've got a, you know, we've got a game and, you know, Brian's going to take over the play calling for us here. I, I, that's, that's my, that's my, you know, when you're doing radio in June and you're kind of looking for subjects and stuff to talk about, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my, Hey, give me a wow moment. Well, there's my wow moment for you right there. Brian Schottenheimer week, week eight play caller. How about that? With Kizik hands, free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Question here from Ismail. Which veteran on the defensive side has to start worrying about the guys coming for their spot on the depth chart the most? This is something I, I, I kind of referenced earlier this week. I, I don't think Jordan Lewis is in your Jordan top. Jordan Lewis by far. Anymore. Yeah, Jordan Lewis. Jordan I, Lewis. I think that that's something where he's he's fallen out of the road. To, and it's not – he's he's still a solid player. I think I think just Deron Bland was better. Well, how about this? He could be better. How about Doris Armstrong? Sure. Sam Williams. Sam Williams coming on the coming on the move and Dorrance Armstrong no longer a starter. You know that, that's that's a great name, I think. Uh Brian, did you have a chance before I ask this question? Did you have a chance at all to study uh Jalen Moreno Cropper, the receiver from Fresno? I did not. I uh, sure did. Okay, they did not. Here's I'm still gonna ask this question. Your thoughts on uh undrafted free agent wide receiver Jalen Moreno Cropper, big fan of him here in Fresno. Feel like he can make the roster as wide receiver four or five. I watched their quarterback a bunch, but yeah. He is so so five eleven one seventy five guy. I, yeah, I, and I heard I heard some I heard positive things about him uh, coming out of uh, rookie minicamp. So okay, good. It sounded like there was some positivity about him. I think he's got a shot to stick, and he's somebody who's really versatile. Uh, somebody they could do a lot of different things. With. Now he's he's mainly going to be slot specific, but in terms of jet sweeps, Fresno had him throw a little bit at times, like do some you know reverse passes and things like that. So. He's somebody who can do some different Swiss Army knife things for you. I think he's a good route runner. He and and look with the questions behind. I mean, honestly, there are questions about Gallup, but Gallup. Well, okay. The questions behind Gallup, I think you could absolutely see any one of these receivers make the spot as number four or five. What? Okay. What is that? Uh, does that? Is he taking a Turpin spot on this on this roster? Yeah, because I think Turpin's spot on this roster is going to uh, Deuce Vaughn anyway. Okay. I, I think a lot of the Turpin stuff will go to Deuce Fawn, but there you go. There you go. Plenty of questions there. Uh, we will be back with you guys again later this week. There are plenty of things to talk about coming out of Stephen Jones' discussion. A lot of the players talked. Michael Gallup talked, said that this year is going to be very different for him. So we're definitely going to have some other things to talk about. If you guys have anything else that you want to talk about, anything that you want us to touch on, uh, like we said, be sure to tweet it at us. Uh, you can DM us on social media, or if you're here on the YouTube, just drop in the YouTube comments what it is that uh, you'd like to talk about. And remember, as we asked you earlier at the beginning of the show, uh, we want to get your input. Who is your prediction for will be starting at left guard week one of the 2023 season? For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys later.